Episode 5. How long shall they kill our prophets while we stand aside and look? To quote Bob Marley, we are going to explore prophets. It is connected to Good Friday. Did y'all think I was going to leave you alone for Good Friday? I was not. Good Friday is one of the most important holy days for people of faith, uh, Christians in particular, especially if you celebrate Easter. You cannot have an Easter without Good Friday. We'll take a look at that in a bit. Um, Yeah. Welcome to the Gumberza podcast, where we explore the intersections of social justice, faith, and action. I hope this helps us continue growing and serving God by serving the people. I am your host, Janelle. Here's things that may be new to you. Alright, so it'll be a good Friday by the time y'all hear this episode. I'm hoping that you who observe Good Friday are uh, having plans for how to observe the day. It's a very powerful day. Uh, For those of you who are not planning on going to worship today to observe Good Friday, I hope that you will join folks at San Francisco International Airport at SFO. If you're in the California Bay Area, please head over there. Um, From 6 to 7, people will be 6 p.m. to 7 p.m., people will be at SFO gathered to remember the one-year anniversary from when Jerome Abba was detained and tortured at at the hands of Customs and Border Protection in SFO Airport. So Jerome was supposed to actually speak at Ecumenical Advocacy Days. I talked about EAD. Um, a past couple of episodes, which is why folks headed out to D.C. We're all back from D.C. Um, We may, oh, I may talk about it once in a while um, throughout this episode, but I did get to interview a couple of people here and there, and we will be hearing from them. Those folks are modern-day prophets, which includes our friend Jerome Abba. So when I talk about prophets, I know that some folks might immediately think of profit, P-R-O-F-I-T, because we do live in a capitalist society, a money-hungry society, where profit is where value comes from. But when I say profit today, what I'm talking about is profit, P-R-O-P-H-E-T, profit. Many of us in U.S. culture may associate this idea of a profit as someone who talks about the future, who tells the future, Um, although it makes sense that people may think of that because of the word prophecy as well, um, which implies talking about the future. But um, I want us to get back to the original biblical meaning of what it is to be a prophet, If we look at the prophets in the biblical text, we see that prophets are people who have a special connection to the divine, yes, have a special connection with God, but they also are people who are able to read the signs of the times. These aren't people that were predicting the future. These were people that really saw what was happening in the world, was happening to their communities, and especially was happening to the majority of their communities. Um, 
So we're talking about people who were the masses. Prophets were people who were in touch with what was happening to the masses and the political um, impact and the socioeconomic impact of decisions of rulers and kings over these communities. Prophets are people who speak truth to power, knowing that it is going to be annoying for some folks, knowing that it is going to put their lives on the line sometimes, knowing that it makes them stand out in ways that are not positive. The thing about prophets, especially those in the biblical text, is that they know the history of their community. If you look at the prophets in the Bible, prophets often refer to stories of the past within their community. There's a lot of mention of the times of Moses. There's mention of the times, well, Jesus himself mentions the times of Isaiah. There are references that jump around in the biblical texts where these prophets are referring to the past, to the histories of their people. Prophets have the wisdom to know what is to be done next especially in the context of their people's history. They know what is to be done next. They also know that they cannot do it alone. Prophets in the biblical sense have always spoke to a community because they were trying to catalyze the community to respond, to transform, to change, to repent. And... Um, prophets have recognized that without the community, without these acting partners, then the change, the impact will not occur. And then they start referring to doom and gloom, possible, um, possible implications towards pain and suffering for the community if the community doesn't change how they are right now. Prophets are really important, especially during oppressive times. Oppressive times call for prophets. And we're talking about prophets in speech, in witness, and in action. Now we know that Moses was a prophet, but we also know that he felt not very confident in being able to speak as a prophet, but he definitely acted as a prophet. He definitely witnessed as a prophet. He was not, um, going to move away from the truth because of the larger goal of liberation for his people liberation under from under empire the egyptian empire at that time you know um some of you in the san francisco bay area were uh, around during maria reza's press conference maria reza is a journalist who was on the cover of Time Magazine. Time Magazine's People of the Year were journalists, and she was one of the journalists that was on the cover. And um, we were able to get together a press conference really quick in order for her to speak, make a presentation, and all that kind of stuff, and let us know the situation for journalists in the Philippines. She is the CEO of Rappler, um, which oftentimes critiques the current government. I mean, they've critiqued the current government, but it's not new. They've critiqued past governments and democracies have the right to do so. And so in times when um, people are being intentionally silenced, 
when there is martial law in parts of the country, when there's de facto martial law happening, the role of prophets is even more um, important in terms of making sure democracy is still intact, making sure that people are being heard and that people have the freedom to critique and make, um, bring truth to light. That's what being prophetic is. You're willing to risk yourself, your career, whatever. You're willing to put the risk out there because the, you know the gains of truth. You know the gains of an enlightened community and an organized community because of truth will have greater impact and greater um, importance and value in the long run. Journalists play an important role of being prophetic. And um, Jerome Abba was coming over here to speak in Washington, D.C., was going to fly through SFO to also be a prophet, to speak truth to power. He literally was going to go to Congress people, to representatives, to church leaders, um, to religious bodies to speak the truth to about what is happening in regards to human rights in the Philippines. And like many prophets, he was tortured, he was detained, and Maria Reza, as soon as she set foot back into the Philippines, she was arrested, and it's been at least her seventh time being arrested. Also harassed by, um, by the tr social media troll army that is... Um, functioning right now under Duterte's leadership. Prophets also expand the consciousness of community through truth-telling. Truth-telling is necessary for us in order to combat injustice, for us to do that healing work. We can't heal unless we make known what the wounds in our world are. If you think about your body, you cannot heal it's hard to take care of a wound if you don't know where it is, if you don't know what kind it is. And prophets have a way of being able to lift up exactly what is wrong, where the injustices are, and what, you know, collectively is the best way for us to address these woundedness, these hurt places, these broken places. So while we think about Good Friday, about the detention of Jesus's body, the arrest of Jesus's body, the torture of his body, um, separation from him and his family, from him and his friends, from him and his community, in order to stand a trial that was unjust, that was fueled by the interests of empire, that was fueled by the interest of those who gain by the occupation of Rome over Palestine. How can we be in solidarity with other prophets? And how are you being called to be prophetic? What are you willing to risk? What are you willing to give? What are those places within you that need tenderness, that need care, in order for you to be able to live out the life of a prophet, to be able to live out a life 
to truth, to wholeness, to justice. Because I have run into many prophets and I was able to even um, expand my community of prophets while I was in D.C., um, we are going to start on this podcast having a prophet profile and we won't be able to do that today. I still got to go through and edit a little bit, but um, we're going to hear a little bit from some people who are active in liberation work, in particular um, the Philippines right now, because those are the folks that I am mostly connected with and in community with, but I hope to expand that scope as well. And um, I hope that you'll be able to tune in for further episodes where you can hear about others who are giving their prophetic witness and being prophets in their own right for the sake of serving the people. All right, so if you have no plans uh, other than going to SFO, I will be at Pine United Methodist Church in San Francisco from 7 o'clock to 8 o'clock. We'll be having a Good Friday prayer service where I hope we can get more in-depth about um, the humanness of Jesus and what that means for um, our movements, what that means for our faith in action, and what that means for the redemption and resurrection of a whole community. All right, well, I will hopefully get you another episode sooner uh, than this one. Definitely, I'll be back uh, after Easter. So, with that, thanks for listening. Subscribe, review, share this with folks you might think who are, uh, you might think will be interested and Serve Christ, serve the people. Peace out.